0: As it's often said, children don't come with their own manual, nor is there a parental guide that matches the child or children you have, and there sure is no one-size-fits-all parenting guide. And the big one, as long as you and your children are alive, you are still parenting. You know, what we all could use as parents is parental information, ideas, and solutions that help us better understand what we got ourselves into, planned or not. Oh shit, I'm a parent now. Let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. Huh. Yo, what's the time? Thank you so much for joining this podcast. I appreciate you coming here. Oh boy, what's the time? What's the time? Well, I don't know what time it is, where you are, but wherever you are, thank you so much for taking the time to be here to listen to this podcast. I hope it's a break in the action of parenting. I really do. You know, when I hear that, yo, what's the time? Only people I can think about are the Beastie Boys. Oh, love that song. Oh, that was a song that, that got me over just to loving the Beastie Boys. What's the time? It's time to get L. Yo, what's the time? It's time to get. I can go on all day. <laughs> but again, thank you so much. Um, thank you for taking the time, the time. And that's what we're talking about in this podcast, time. Here's a quote. And this one is not remixed by Jay Roman. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it. Back Harvey McKay. I think I'm saying that right, Harvey McKay. I'm gonna say that one more time. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. How deep is that? That's the part that scares me most. Once time is gone, as soon as you lost it, you can never get it back. That is what feared me most, being a parent. I just had this vision one day. I was sitting in the car with my son, and at the time he was 19, say 19 and I'm looking across at him as we're driving and I'm just having a moment of bliss and this is my youngest son I'm having and we're just driving and I'm just having a moment of bliss because I'm seeing the smile on his face and the time we've been spending together and and I'm and I have this kind of this moment where he's 19 and we're having a different conversation He's not so happy. He's just kind of a kid that's into his phone, and he's not paying attention to me. He's just taking the drive, and I'm going, "Hey, kid, how's 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 your day? How's things been? You know, you know what what's been what's things like? You know." And somehow we get into this conversation where he goes, "Well, why are you concerned now? You're never around." Ugh. Damn that oh my God, that just I mean eats at my heart like like uh like even just talking about it, I'm having emotions that uh of what that that conversation would be like. But thankfully, thankfully, I was I made it a point and probably due part because my dad wasn't there. But as a kid, I understood to to the degree why my dad wasn't there. So I was able to resolve a lot of those feelings and emotions because, you know, he was 18, you know, teenager growing up and my mom didn't want him around once. The, I mean, but my dad talks about, oh, I, you know, I, hey, them, hey, them first two years, man, I was there. I was parading you around, and you it was you and I. But the good, part, the great part is, I don't remember a damn thing. I all I see is what's in the pictures. I don't remember us you trotting me around for two till I was up as two two years old or uh, four years old to say, you know because I guess that was when my sister was born from someone else uh, he got with, and my sister's four years younger than me. Uh, but for what I can remember, I was this child who was yearning for the attention of my father. My mom was around when I started to understand when parents were around, you know, once you get to that point. But understanding my dad and what he was all about, he he made efforts to come around and see me. But I think as a child, I didn't really need him. Because my mom brought enough enough male influences around, and maybe I was just a easy-go-lucky kid and wasn't too emotionally attached to needing my dad around or God in the universe figured that, you know what, we're going to find things for him to do, keep him distracted to where he doesn't kind of need his dad around. So we're not going to bog him down with, I need my dad. I need to see him. I need him to be around, which is now, listen, please forgive me for putting that kind of tone to it, but it is an emotional state for some people who, who, Would have liked their parents around and feel and and do have those feelings of neglect. They do. They grow up with that and then they grow up blaming their parents for not being with them and giving them that time. Right? When they're babies, we give them so much love. Right. When they're there, I mean like, we just want to kiss them all over the place and bite on every toe and you just want to, and that's where the real fight begins. If if both parents aren't together, that's where the real fight is. The, the fight is up until they're like maybe, maybe 10 years old. I mean, there's a serious fight, like a serious custody battle between parents who aren't together about not being with, you know, I want time with my child and, you know, the mom, but really, you know, it really, you know, it fizz, it f- kind of fizzes out when the kid is able to uh, really understand what's going on, right? When I think around 12 and the kid's like, I ain't got time for this, right? But when they're babies, we want to fight tug of war because that's my baby. Yeah, it's only a baby for a little bit. And then, you know, then the real stuff starts kicking in. But you want to be a part of that baby's life. I get it. I get it. The emotions are attached because it's brand spanking new. Just like a car. Just like a brand new something. As soon as the brand new wears off, you don't want it anymore. But there are people who still want their parents around they do then they see you they start to understand moments whose time is it let's talk about that whose time is it you know I say that you know as a kid I, like I said I only remember my dad based off pictures that's what I understood. And when he did come around, I recognized him because of the pictures. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey dad. And my dad made it a point to be like, um, I'm your dad. Yes. Uh, you, you can call him, you know, I'm your dad. I'm your dad. I love you. You're my son. You're my son. And he still does that to this very day. He reminds me every time he sees me, I kid you not. I'm his son. You're my son. That's right, you're my son, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because I guess I get it. I am your son. I get it. I'm your son. And my mom will go, "Hello number 1. Hi number one. Mom, I know I'm the first child. Mom, I get it. I get it." And I I, kid, I I do. I love that to this very day. I I love it. You know, my parents both you know, for whatever has gone on in their lives, you can't hold any grudges because they're still trying. They're still trying. And I just love, I am lucky to have both parents in my life and be around. Not together. And I'm glad they hadn't because I don't know what kind of person I'd be if my dad was raising me around the house. Boy, I'll tell you the little times he did come around and maybe buy me something. Great. Thanks dad. You know, I, I do remember the uh, racetrack he bought me, and I think that's the only thing he bought me. But when my dad did take me, he would, like, tell my mom, I'm going to take him for about a week. Is that okay? My mom would be like, yes, yes, take him, please. And I was kind of a little like, oh, shoot, where we going? I, you know, I ain't been around this guy too long, but I knew it was my dad, and I was comfortable. But let me tell you, How special those moments were. Moments are everything. But we'll get more into that. You know, one of the things that I wanted for my children that I don't have with my dad is that I always use this analogy that kind of pops up into my brain. I want my kids to know me so well that if you laid 10 shirts on a table, just laid them out, and that the kids had an opportunity to go up and just smell each shirt, just smell each shirt that they've been worn, nothing, you know, nothing nasty, but they've been worn, and the kids can go by each shirt, that my kids could pick out their dad's scent. That's special to me. That your children should be able to pick out their parents' scent. That's how much your kids should know you in the time you spend with them. Would it be weird that? No, that is kind of too weird. That, no, that's not weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of a little weird. But <laughs> time. Whose time is it? Okay. All right. All right. All right. I was going to be like, I haven't spent some, I haven't spent any time with my dad to the point to where I've never heard him fart. I'm not kidding you. I've never, I've never heard my kid. I've never heard my dad fart. That's, that's the amount of time I've spent with my dad right there. All right. And now if, if, if he hears this, he's probably going to look for an opportunity to fart around me. I don't look forward to that. Well, son, you never heard me. Oh, son, you never heard me fart. Oh, son, come on. Oh, son. and he would find a way to make sure he solidified that moment. All right, son, we we good now? Yeah, okay, dad, dad, I didn't need that. I I just felt it is important that I, I got that off the mind just for for, you know. All right, let me move on. <laughs> Where is the time? Where is the time? You know, I got an opportunity to, to, to do a little thing uh, about time and really get an opportunity to reflect on time. And we always use the word tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And the greatest thing I can tell you about tomorrow is that it's not promised. Nope. That's not promised. Not one bit. So get tomorrow out of your mind when you tell your kids. See what you can do today. Fear of not being present. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. You know what? I found that my kids really didn't care if we were doing something. They were just happy to be sitting next to me. Ten minutes, two hours, just sitting next to each other. That's time. Activity. that's time. Showing up to a ball game, one of their games or something they're competing in. That's time. Watching them do their homework, just sitting down. That's time. Taking them to the park. As long as they can see you sitting on the bench next to them, sitting down at a bench, watching them. That's time. Taking them on a walk with you. That's time. Walking them in the stroller. Buzzing around. It's time. Sitting on a bike, riding a bike. That's time. Playing catch for a moment. That's time. It's impactful in ways that you can't imagine. For a child for a child that time is solidified. Like I just remember playing catch just for, i don't know how long we were playing catch but i remember playing catch that was time you know I, I remember my dad coming around talking about oh son i'd i'd see you more often if i could but you know hey, your mom is this and your mom be doing that and this mom you know and i had to agree and you know whatever But the little time he did, I think, I think that worked out for me. But the most impactful things he did, that little bit of time goes a long way. Or just listening to your kid's day. Just letting them babble, let them talk, just, uh uh-huh, yeah. And sometimes it's even good for you just to sit there and reflect that that is your DNA, talking back at you. You're listening to them, looking at the little nuances of your DNA, the eyebrows, the eyelashes, the way they articulate words, how they use them. You know? Sometimes you have those days when you're just like, ugh, get out my face, get out my hair. But you'll have those days where you just sit and just reflect. And appreciate them. A little goes a long way. Longer than you think. Just those little moments go a long way. Traditions. Traditions were one that I figured that was something that we can always put towards time. Tradition. Traditions have power. They have power. They have power within that time. If he, even if that child, if whoever you if I'm gonna see this child once a month, make that once a month count. Have a tradition. We always do this. You know, my dad took me the one t- you know, my dad took my took me on a trip and Boy, it is it was a trip that, I mean, lasted forever in my heart. He took me to Yosemite National Park. And I really didn't know my other siblings too much, but this was a chance to get to know them. They were, they were all little. And probably one of the closest to my age was my little brother. But um Although I was hanging out with them and they, you know, he made it a point to show them, that, hey, this is your big brother. This is your big brother. He's number one. He was first. He was the first to come around. He said all, he started all this. So, th- th- hey, this this is him. This is your big brother. So he, he he made it a point to make sure that family recognized family. Regardless of the dynamic, he made it a point to help understand that we understood our place and who we were and kind of where we came from. And, you know, he was very good at that. And I'm truly grateful for him for taking that because I took a little piece of that. I'm like, you know, I'm making sure that I kind of keep that, you know, luckily I've been with my, my wife for many years and got a chance to see our children grow up together. But tradition was so powerful. So we made it a tradition said okay from this point forward i'm taking my children to yosemite every year every year this is our our yearly yosemite trip and we held up to that for almost let's see almost 15 years 20 years no 20 20 years we held to that until the pandemic <laughs> just just cut tradition in half. We're getting right back to it. But it was Yosemite. Camping. That's time. Any activity with a few days is time with your child. Don't get so caught up that, oh, I got it. Oh, no. It's the little time. Little bits of time here and there. Letting that kid know that they're recognized. That you see them. That you understand them. That's big. Even if you pretend, maybe, you know, listen, there was times I still couldn't understand one of my children, but I pretended to understand. That was good enough for them. You know, with time, I learned something. There was this four-square thing. It was like in a leadership, uh, leadership thing that it went through. And it's put it just like this. It says, draw a box, okay? And then in that box, draw a line down and a line across, okay? So now you have four squares in that box, okay? Okay, got it. Now, I want you to put in one box, important. Write it. Okay, important. And in this box, I want you to put not so important. Okay, right in that box. Okay, good. In this box down here, I want you to put urgent. Okay, right, urgent. And in this box right here, the last box, I want you to put not so urgent. And when you find yourself in a position and you have to make a decision for your family, your children, your family, your whatever you're doing, okay, and I want you to look at that box, and I want you to go. Okay, spending. Okay, I have to go to the bank. Okay, but my child wants me to be here for this, but I gotta go do this. Okay, and I'm sorry, put in something, but whatever it is, ask yourself: A, is it important? Not so important urgent and not so urgent. So, it can be important, but not so urgent. But it can be urgent, but not so important. You get it? So, let's do that one more time. Your wife, your child, or your mate, or you yourself, just in yourself, they're just talking about you. And you got a decision to make for your child here. Ask yourself. It's really easy. Is it important? Not so important. Urgent? Not so urgent. Hmm. Now, it's urgent, but it's not so important. Oh, it's important, but wait. It's not so urgent. Oh, no. This one is important, and it's urgent. Uh, Child, you're going to have to wait. I'll be right back. I promise you. Be careful making promises because if you don't keep a promise, that it, gets learned, it leads to a very bad trail. But <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that. Important, not so important. Urgent, not so urgent. It can be important, but not so urgent. Or it could be urgent, but not so important. Mm, I see. I'll tell you what is important. It's important that you have the best day ever. And thank you so much for joining the podcast. And remember this, something even more important. And that is this. Your best ability should be availability. Time is all your children want. And remember... Biology isn't the only thing that makes you a parent. Parenting is a priceless privilege. If you see it that way, you'll treat it that way. Excuse me while I go parent.